Welcome to the J.W. Marriott Grosvenor House podcast. My name's Charles Brandreth. I'm a journalist, I'm a broadcaster, and I used to be a member of Parliament. And I know the Grosvenor House Hotel very well. I've known it almost all my life. And this hotel is one of our most celebrated grand hotels. I come here a great deal now because they have the great room here, which is the largest entertaining room in Europe. It's a brilliant space. It's a beautiful room. I love it, recently refurbished. And I've met some remarkable people here. Among them, a lady you might not have heard of called Christina Foyle. But in her day, she was quite famous. She ran Foyle's Bookshop and hosted her famous Foyle's Literary Lunches here for many, many years. These were very grand affairs. They literally would have as many as 2,000 people, and only Grosvenor House could accommodate that number of people. And the speakers included the greats, H.G. Wells, Evelyn Waugh, General Charles de Gaulle, later President of France, Lauren Bacall, the great actress, T.S. Eliot, the great poet, Bertrand Russell came and spoke here. So this is a hotel with amazing literary associations. I do remember Margaret Thatcher here. She was a remarkable woman, whatever your politics may be. She was our first woman prime minister. She was a formidable person. I admired her and I liked her, but I was alarmed when I spoke at a Foyle's literary lunch with her because I was seated next to her husband, Dennis, and I was the final speaker wrapping it all up, trying to be amusing. I looked to the left and there was Dennis Thatcher and he was sort of going to and fro. I thought, oh dear, is he all right? And he enjoyed a, a few bevies over lunch. He, he liked to drink. So I went on with my speech. But then suddenly I heard a crash next to me and I saw that Dennis Thatcher had fallen face forward into his pudding bowl, literally. Well, I was alarmed. I thought, what's happened? The Prime Minister's husband has died in the middle of my joke in a room at Grosvenor House. There are a thousand people here. What am I going to do? I thought I'd better struggle on. And looking out over the room, I recognised Lord McCall, who I happened to know was also a doctor. So I, while still speaking, looking out of the corner of my eye, I began to beckon this man to come up to the stage. So he crept around the back of the stage and he then took his pulse. Meanwhile, I'm still speaking, trying to entertain the troops, and eventually he lifted a raised thumb to indicate to me that all was well. I concluded my speech, sat down to muted applause. As I sat down, Dennis Thatcher sat bolt upright, his face covered in custard, and said to me, bloody good speech, well done, old boy. Some fascinating dinners have taken place here. One of the most remarkable, I think, was in December 1936. It was an Anglo-German fellowship dinner. Sumptuous, most amazing meal, endless courses, fabulous food, great wines, French wines, German wines, and the somewhat egregious, I think we can say, Joachim von Ribbentrop, a notorious name now, then a celebrated name. He was Hitler's, I think, unofficial ambassador. And at this dinner, he made the, the main speech, extolling relations between England and Germany, saying that their conflict in the Great War, the 1914-18 war, was a terrible mistake which must never be repeated. That was December 1936. By September 1939, a different story had to be told. Grosvenor House is in Mayfair on Park Lane. 
Mayfair, Park Lane, the first and second most expensive places to land on, on a Monopoly board. I have a passion for Monopoly. Indeed, I'm proud to tell you that I am a former European Monopoly champion. The Monopoly that we know was devised in the 1930s by uh, an American called Charles Darrow, and he created the Monopoly board that is based in Atlantic City. The first Monopoly board set in Europe was set in London. And interestingly, it was introduced to London Christmas 1936. And the first Monopoly sets were sold at a store called Selfridges, marvellous department store. And I have to tell you that my father, Charles Brandreth, a young lawyer starting out, bought the first set of Monopoly to be sold in Britain. And he went back to his digs where he was staying and he said to the landlady, I bought this new game. Everyone's talking about it. Do you want a game? And the landlady said, I'm not interested, thank you. But there is a young person also in the digs who might be interested. And my father went along the corridor, knocked on the door, and the door was opened by a young girl. Her name was Alice. They played a game of Monopoly. And a few weeks later, they eloped. Those two people were my parents. And many years later... I was born, so Monopoly is in my blood. I just love the game, and of course, if you love the game too, this is where you've got to stay, because you are literally in Mayfair on Park Lane. The Ivor Novello Awards, the Ivors celebrate the very best in British and international songwriting, and the awards have been held here at Grosvenor House since the 19. 70s. Ivan Novello was a remarkable composer, lyricist. He wrote songs from the beginning of the First World War, We'll Keep the Home Fires Burning, right through to the Second World War and beyond. He wrote great musicals that were enormously popular, and the Ivers are named in his honour. And the awards were started, I think, back in 1956, and since then more than a, a thousand of the statuettes that Little Ivers have been awarded uh, to the many winners over the years. It's one of those events you've got to be at to know about it because they're, they're not broadcast, they're not filmed, but they are the most prestigious and important music awards in the UK and some would argue in the world. I know a number of people who've won them, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Tim Rice, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Boy George, Ed Sheeran, Adele. Benny Hill won one for singing a song about the fastest milkman in the West. And he drove the fastest milk car in the West. It's an iconic hotel and the home to iconic people. And one of the most iconic people in the story of entertainment has to be Walt Disney. Walt Disney spent part of his honeymoon here at Grosvenor House with his wife uh, Lillian and a toy Mickey Mouse created by Walt Disney back in 1928. Walt Disney uh, was fascinated by uh, the British Isles and convinced that he had roots here. There is indeed a village called Disney, and he went on a, a trip to find his forebears in Disney. Anyway, he loved coming to the United Kingdom. He came and stayed here. In fact, there's a famous photograph of Walt and uh, Lillian and Mickey taken on the roof of Grosvenor House. What's amazing about the hotel, and I visited the kitchens, and it, the operation there is incredible. Uh, the cleanliness is phenomenal. 
So I have never seen a live mouse at Grosvenor House. But I have seen an elephant here. You find that hard to believe? I have seen an elephant at Grosvenor House. A huge funfair event took place here. I think it was back in the 1980s. The hotel had to install a special jumbo lift when an elephant was brought into the great room as part of the festivities. I call it a jumbo lift. The jumbo lift, of course, is named after Jumbo the Elephant. P.T. Barnum, the great showman, he acquired Jumbo the Elephant and put him on show at his circus. And we get jumbo sandwiches, uh, jumbo jets, all from the original jumbo. And let me share a secret with you, because I know the ins and outs of this hotel quite well. There's an historic public right-of-way that cuts through the hotel. The public right-of-way is on the deeds of the original Grosvenor House, which was built for the Dukes of Westminster. They gave up the house in the 1920s, which is how it was rebuilt as the hotel. It was the road that ran from Park Lane to Park Street. Uh, so this right-of-way is often known as the gallery. So if ever you need a shortcut, you can go through the Grosvenor House Hotel 24 hours a day. And when you do, you will be walking in historic footsteps where Margaret Thatcher, General de Gaulle, Winston Churchill, Barack Obama, they've all walked that way. Thank you.